Welcome to Kid Coach Conversations. So great that you can join us. My name's Coven, and every week I'll be bringing you different conversations I've had with kids. They're all seven to 11 years old, and the questions I ask them are specifically designed to get them talking, thinking, and feeling, developing the softer skills that they need to thrive in tomorrow's world. Did you know that 85% of the jobs that will exist in 2030 have not even been invented yet? In such a fast-paced and changing world, it would be the softer, more transferable skills that will help our kids succeed and thrive. But what do I mean by soft skills exactly? Well, it's all the non-academic stuff that kids don't tend to get that much practice in at school, and yet as adults, we're having to use all the time. You know what I mean, things like being creative, communicating well, being a critical thinker, having resilience, etc., etc., etc. Now, I found that a simple but effective way of developing this at home with kids already is through regular five to 10 minute conversations. I'll give you some examples. Let's say on communication, we could ask our kids to describe a car to an alien, which is a test of conciseness. Or on creativity, asking what are 10 things to do with a cup, which encourages them to think in divergent ways. Or how about on critical thinking, having them estimate the number of iPads in the world to help them think in a structured way or on resilience, asking them why it's good to fail sometimes and discussing the value of feedback. Now, these are just some examples, but in this podcast, Kid Coach Conversations, you'll hear me discuss all sorts of questions like this with lots of different children. And hopefully it will give you some ideas of inspiration for discussions that you can have at home with your own kids. If you want full access to all the questions and prompts that I use, then just download our app from www.kidcoach.app or just search for Kid Coach app, so you can do all this great stuff at home yourself. So without further ado, let's get started. <coughs> this week I speak to Mahika. She's eight years old and attends an independent school in Northwest London. She's really creative and loves to paint, so much so that she'll do all her homework and chores if rewarded with an hour of art. We're going to build the thinking skill of critical thinking there's so much information and disinformation out there today. Nowadays, the skill is about searching, interpreting, and challenging what you might find on Google. In an age where ready-made answers are so common, it's helpful to instill in children a healthy but skeptical mind, which probes and quizzes any solution until fully satisfied. So let's listen in on our chat. Okay, so Mahika, I've got a critical thinking question here for you. And the question is, how would you convince me that we should all sleep in trees? How would you convince me that we should all sleep in trees? No, what I wanted to do is that you try and answer that question and I argue. So you, you want me to convince you that we should sleep in trees yes. and you want to um, argue the other way? Yes. Okay, so you want to reverse the roles. You want to, you want to do the coaching for me? All right. No, all right. not coaching for you, but I just want to do it. I just want to argue that. You want to you swap roles a little bit, which, by yeah. the way, is a healthy thing. Um, okay, fine. So, <laughs> love it. Put me on my toes. So, I, so here's, here's why we should sleep in trees, Mahika. It makes perfect sense because our ancestors probably did this or something similar, right? Long, long time ago, they didn't have houses and they didn't have hotels, certainly. Um, they slept outside in nature. Um, now, possibly they slept on the ground a lot because that makes sense. It's there, it's available. But at the same time, at nighttime, when you're sleeping and there's predators roaming around and 
animals that can come and eat you and things like that, it's a bit dangerous, right? Sleeping out there in the open ground. So the obvious solution is just to be elevated, to sleep at a height, to sleep in those trees. Um, and you could make some you know, nice kind of comfy hammocks or webbing and bedding. Um, and so I'm sure it'll be quite comfortable. And you have a bit of rain cover as well with like the, the leaves and the trees, branches above you. So actually it's a, it's a real nice canopy that you can sleep under. So that's why I think you should sleep in trees because it's, it's very natural, it's very safe, and you can be protected from the environment. Well, if you sleep in trees, well, you don't actually get that much cover because there are spaces in between the leaves. So then the rain will just pour down. Mm -hmm. um, wet. And so then when you get wet, it won't be comfortable. And, and when you're in houses and you're sleeping in your house with your comfy bed, then you've got, at least you've got a big roof that, that rain cannot go through. Um, and no predators can come. Um, and no thieves can come because you've got alarms. So um, you'll be protected. Plus, when you sleep in beds, you're feeling really comfy and you've got lots of things to hug and cuddle. And if you are scared of the dark, you have lamps around and which you can switch on and off. And when, you, when you're sleeping in trees, you don't have any electricity. So if, you, if you're planning to read in bed, you can't see anything because it's so dark that you can't, can't read. And with the leaves on top, um, mm. it'll make it even darker and shadows will come down. So then you definitely won't be able to see. And Yeah, so you make some very good points. Um, and thinking about some of what you're saying, it, it seems to have this theme of uh, comfort. You know, you're, you're talking very much about living in houses, like modern houses, for, for the comfort of having a roof over your head to really make sure you don't get wet. To, um, to have all your, your mod cons, all your conveniences, so you can eat food nicely, you can entertain guests, you can play games. Um, you're talking about like a modern house. Um, but but here's, here's the downside of that, as, as I see it. Um, you get great competition amongst humans to have the best house, the biggest house, the safest house, the house in the best location, and so on and so on and so on which is why today we have neighborhoods which are in some rich areas and neighborhoods in poorer areas and, and property prices that vary. Um, and the whole kind of uh, sort of scrabble for the best properties. Whereas, you, don't, you don't really think that you have to sleep in trees, do you? No, me personally, I don't. But remember, this question is all about the ability to argue oh, for a point of view. Right? I thought you did. Well, that hopefully means that my arguments are persuasive and passionate. Because here's, <laughs> here's, why, um, here's why, you know, sleeping in trees is very natural, right? It gets Yeah, but you the... said it, which you're saying again. You yeah. already said that. So you're right to say in a debate that you shouldn't overuse one point. But before I meant natural in the sort of fresh air, living outside kind of way, now I mean natural in the humans will get along better and not compete kind of way. Because as soon as you have um, 
artificial houses created and different property postcodes and some richer and poorer and all that kind of stuff I was just talking about. That's when um, you have humans competing for resources. Whereas I just kind of get the feeling that if we all slept in trees and obviously we'd be sharing trees, it'd be far more of a, a community and communal atmosphere. Everybody be at one with nature, back to their roots and helping each other out rather than fighting for their space saying no this is my space for my house no but when you're sleeping in trees you're also arguing because there might be the biggest most beautiful tree um that you can ever find and then you'll all be squabbling and arguing about whose whose tree that is and so it'll kind of become a bit um um it won't be a good atmosphere, is, trying, is what I'm trying to say. And then um, if there's the smallest tree, um, it's the smallest and um, the, the poor, um, poor people um, are living there. Let's say they, um, they, don't, they don't eat the best food. Um, they, don't, they don't have a family. And let's say those people have the smallest trees. Then the, the other people um, who will be rich and will have lots of jewellery and food um, will just be um, moving, trying to move the um, poor people away and will be kind of rude and say that um, they do not belong there and that the tree um, is all theirs and they have to sleep on the ground. And so it, um, they'll just be arguing and it won't just, it'll, it'll hmm. be very upsetting for poor people and, and it'll be very annoying for the rich people who are fighting. Yeah, so I, I hear what you're saying and, it, and if, if I was just to summarize that, uh, to check my understanding, it, it sounds like you're saying that there'll still be competition amongst people because some people would have nicer bigger trees and, and others wouldn't um and i and i understand that and you know there is a, a natural human dynamic there um and every tree is not equal of course but i am um, i just had the sneaky suspicion that in in an op more open environment like what trees are you know with no no walls in the house where everybody can kind of look into everybody else's trees everybody can is very visible to others. The whole society is therefore more transparent. I just well, have a feeling that um, people will help others more. You know, um, right right now during the COVID pandemic has been, um, people have been incredibly generous with people on their streets um, because people have actually looked around at their neighbors a little bit more. Just imagine if we're all sleeping in trees and every day you can see what your neighbors are doing. I think that- But the COVID-19 will spread. I think that will encourage a lot more positive uh, behavior. Tell me more about that point. Do you think um, um, the COVID nineteen would spread if they were um, looking into the trees? They would have daily play dates, and they would not know about COVID nineteen. And lots of diseases would spread, and lots of them would get ill. Another reason why I don't like the idea of people sleeping in trees is that. It's just um, when you are visible to others, your private things, like let's say going to the toilet is visible 
and no one would like other people just looking in and seeing you do your private stuff um, and it will just be um, and it will be very um, or kind of be a bit disgusting um, um, and when they're helping each other once again um, diseases would spread just like the COVID-19 and even if they did know um, they would um, they would still not be able to stop themselves from peering in and if each if one of them sneezes and it and it passes on to another person who's in their tree and is just um, staying there um, then that person will get ill and two both of them will get ill and there won't be any cure right next to them because if the doctors slept in trees and the hospitals were in trees it won't it won't make much sense and they'll have to they'll have to walk all the way there um with no transport um and or they might be able to just go through the other trees. But if another one sneezes, then lots of them will get the disease. And so it'll just, um, it'll just make no sense whatsoever um, about people sleeping in trees. It's just not going to be a good idea. Yeah, so, so by the way, it might not be a good idea for you um, but when we're having a, a debate of this sense or we're kind of thinking critically about it as we are, um, it's probably better to say, Mahika, it's probably better to say, um, my opinion is, um, and this is this, why I think it's and, not a good idea. Right, right. Thank you. That's, that's better because, um, because that actually, it's, it's, first of all, it's more polite, right? Because otherwise you're, you're telling people who take an opposite view that, that they're crazy. Uh, and also it keeps you open to new information, right? Say, look, based on, based on what I've just said, I don't think it's a good idea. And, but almost what you're implying is that, but however, you know, if I, I remain open to other suggestions and based on what I hear there, I, I may change my mind. You know, it shows that you're, you have a view, but you're also open-minded. Um, so, so listen, those are, those are some, some excellent arguments. Um, I could I could go on, but we should probably draw it to a close. Uh, obviously, it's a very difficult position to argue for sleeping in trees, um, and you you put that on me, which I don't mind. Uh, maybe next time we do one of these, um, try and you know try and take the more difficult position. Try and do that argument for uh, we don't need sleep in trees, or uh, I don't know, all um, all shops should be underground, or, or something. Oh, what? Uh, right, something crazy like that. It's actually a really good one, one moment. It's actually a really good um, exercise, like in thinking, if you can um, force yourself to come up with some arguments, uh, as I was forcing myself to come up with some arguments about about sleeping in trees. Um, but just to summarize, kind of some of your points, which you came out with, which which were actually you know which were really good, right? Even though you had the easier job of uh, debating. For uh, no, we should sleep in normally in houses. Still, like you, you, you talked about a variety of things, right? You talked about the rain and how that could get in. You talked about um, how diseases like COVID could spread. You talked about how um, people sort of couldn't have their private moments when they go to the toilet or something like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, you talked about quite quite a few different reasons. And in fact, during the argument, you sort of 
called me up at one point say, well, you already talked about the natural thing. You can't talk about that again, which is a, which is a really good point, right? Because you, you want to have a variety of arguments to convince anybody that, that you're speaking with about whatever your view is or whatever you're arguing. So, so listen, that was, um, that was a really great sort of debating topic on, um, <laughs> on, on, sh on should we all sleep in trees or not? Um, so well, well done, Ahika. So there you have it. What a great conversation that was, filled with some fantastic coaching moments. I found that regular conversations like this can make a big difference in equipping our kids with the softer skills they need to thrive in tomorrow's world. As you've seen, it doesn't have to take more than five or 10 minutes. And when you're doing this at home as a parent, it can be squeezed in anywhere that you have a moment, during the school pickup, over dinner, at bedtime, etc. Now, I know you'll be inspired to do more of this at home with yourself, with your kids. And so I really want you to check out www.kidcoach.app or just search for Kid Coach app to get the app, which has this and hundreds more guided conversations just like it. You can get started for free and immediately start making a big difference to your child's future success and happiness. I really, really believe that these softer skills are what the next generation will need to thrive. And I'm super keen to support you parents in developing this through conversation at home. So thanks for listening. Make sure you download the Kid Coach app and subscribe to this podcast as well to get our next episode straight away. My name's Coven. You've been listening to Kid Coach Conversations, and I really hope that you have a great conversation with your child today.